Oh, there it goes. Everybody, watch out and look up. It's Keep Up with Sylvan Singh. Welcome to the show. Here is the rest of my Keep Up crew. We're back. We're back. I got Pokemon Stoner with me, who is now a permanent resident. He is a permanent stoner. No, I'm joking. He's a permanent host. He always has been. It's just that, you know, we had to drop some we had to drop some weight. Sometimes things happen. We'll get to that. We'll give a nice ex- explanation. We'll try to be as respectful as we can because, you know, I am the most respectful person out there. You know that. You know, I'm very polite and I try to keep things as cordial. Fuck out of here. Anyway, uh, we got Pokemon Stoner. We got John of all trades. He's still putting up YouTube motherfucking videos with his lady friend, Nalunda, Sammy Rosenbaum. You can catch them on Sammy and John on YouTube. They have amassed over 300 followers. Uh, why are we not getting 300 followers on uh, or subscribers on YouTube? Fix that, fans. Fix that. Thank you very much. And then we got NS Context. He fixed our beautiful computer while we were on a break. Um, it wasn't broken, but it didn't have a lot of memory. So if you have a PS5, which you don't because you're probably paying like $1,000 on pre-order. We'll get to that. Uh, the SSID has the hard drive, and now we got it. So let's get into some motherfucking... It's time for some motherfucking shout-outs. Ta-da! Show me what you got! Okay, we shouted out my man Marquise before. Uh, another DePaul alum. He has a mass over 30 thousand followers on black our story we've shouted out that handle before but now we're going to shout out another one this guy's doing big things project help i believe there's other handles that say it as well but this one is located in a satellite in san antonio where he resides he's also a resident of tampa and uh, project help specifically goes to homeless areas and they provide them food they make sandwiches they get like doritos they get like all types of things I believe I saw them with like sleeping bags and stuff like that. So basically things that like give dignity to the homeless community. And um, I'm all about that. So big, big shout out to him. Um, we're going to keep it short. We already gave him a shout out before. We're going to make this regular like we always have. Oscar brought that on. And now we're going to keep going. We're going to in his memory. In his memory, man. What the fuck happened? All right, I just had to give a little mini lesson to Pokemon Stoner about SCOTUS. No, I'm joking. Guys, get with the civics. It's not just politics, everybody. SCOTUS is the law of the land. It's the Supreme Court. We should all know a little bit about it, at least the acronym. So SCOTUS is Supreme Court of the United States. We've gone over that before. Antonin Scalia died. Uh, Kennedy uh, retired. And now RGB, the notorious RGB, has passed. Rest in peace, rest in power to the greatest civil liberties lawyer of all time. Um, ACLU, uh, we've talked about it, uh, the battle of the sexes, uh, the basis of sex. Uh, She brought down a lot of discrimination laws, gender-based laws. She was a, a, a Columbia University professor, made a big impact She's the best. She's my favorite Supreme Court uh, justice of all time, and she'll be sorely missed. So now we have in the Constitution, it says nothing about a time limit of when to replace these judges. Trump, unfortunately, has had three opportunities to do that. They stonewalled Obama unjustly, in my opinion. That was more illegal, what was going on, obviously. Uh, he had Maverick Garland. Uh, I think that this is, yeah, Maverick Garland. 
and uh, and Merrick, sorry, Merrick Garland. And a lot of people loved him. A lot of people enjoyed him. Conservatives, moderates, liberal, everybody liked him. It's just that Mitch McConnell stonewalled him and he didn't want him to get a Supreme Court pick. He wanted a lot of red judges. And so here we are. Here we are. And that, that continues to be the case. So now they have a rare opportunity when RGB, she couldn't hold on any longer. Really, she was 89 years old. She was going through a lot of cancer, pancreatic cancer, lots of stuff. Um, she was a soldier. She was she was kicking ass and she wanted to. She wanted to make it to the next administration. Um, if that does get transfer power, <laughs> we've been talking uh, politics. People have been talking about that lately. Bernie Sanders. Uh, everybody's worried that Trump, if he loses, he won't like concede and he won't. But everybody keeps assuring. Who knows? But now we have uh, Angela Comey Barrett. I think that's her name. Or is it Amy? Right. Uh, bless, oh, but Angela, Angela, blessed be the fruit. Blessed be the fruit. Um, Harry doesn't watch Handmaid Sale, but uh, that's where a lot of people have been joking around with her. So Angela Comey Barrett is a circuit judge. She is an appellate judge. So that means she is a federal judge. She has been uh, she's been pretty good, actually. She's not that bad. Uh, Kavanaugh was shitty. Kavanaugh, like, how do you nominate uh, even a an accused rapist? No good. I'm not saying he raped anybody. Uh, what's her name? Uh, De Blasey Ford. But there's really no marks on this woman, other than that she's not for abortion. But she already said that the president of the law, she does believe in it. She just doesn't believe that it should have been done statewide. But a lot of lawyers say that. Everybody. RGB even said that. RGB said that she believes in Roe v. Wade, but she did not believe that the court should have took that uh, response, which depending who you ask, because obviously if you are a lawyer or you're a judge or you're a, a, a student of the law, they're right. They're right. It's supposed to be state by state. That's how the constitution works for those type of cases. But women were dying, man. Women were dying and they had to, sometimes you got to, sometimes you got to fight dirty, man. And, and Roe v. Wade, the way that it was won, it was one dirty. There is a documentary on Amazon about that. The woman that they use as a poster child, she is pro-life herself now. And she felt like she was a pawn in that situation. So we'll get into that one day. I'll actually watch it so that we can review it. But Skoda, SCOTUS, sorry, I said SCOTUS, Angela Coney Barrett is being shoved in. There's only 40-something days before the election. This is unheard of. It's not illegal, but it's unheard of to push a nominee that quickly, especially with the stimulus being in limbo, especially with direct payments from uh, America's Broke. America's broke. The coronavirus has hit us really hard. And so people need funding. A lot of people lost their jobs. Uh, Unemployment was at 22%. It has gone down significantly. Don't get me wrong. It's at, uh, I think it's like around 11%. That's really good. That's really good. That's not good enough. That's still really bad. 10% is bad. When we got to 10% with Obama, not with Obama, but when we got to 10% with with Bush and then it carried over through Obama, that was, that's a lot. 10% of 300 million is a lot. That's a lot of people not working. And so Trump, so, uh, before, so when Obama left, before he left, the unemployment was at 5%. And then Trump inherited that and he got it down to 3%, which is amazing. That's really awesome. It should be 0%. Should be. We're, we're an advanced nation, aren't we? Like we're the, supposedly the best country in the world. How the fuck do we have homeless people and people out of work? That's for another day. But uh yeah. So now that we're at, the, and by the way, he's trying to make up with it with uh, making the KKK and uh, Antifa a, a non-existent entity. 
He's trying to make that and then giving uh, nationally black colleges 500 uh, million, I believe, in funding. Too little, too late, bro. What happened in Charlottesville, man? You were calling like racist, like good people and shit like that. White supremacists, great people. And now you didn't even know what Juneteenth was. And now you want to make that a fellow holiday? holiday? Sorry, bro. Too little, too late. Suck a dick. Um, and then we get on to his taxes. Harry mentioned that before on the pre-show. Uh, Trump has paid $750 the last uh, five years in taxes. No shit. He has paid no income taxes in 10 of the 15 years. This was reported by the New York Times. I like the New York Times, but sometimes they get caught with their tail between their legs because they're so ambitious to take him down. So you got to take it how it is. But New York Times, to me, is still a credible uh, news source. Only when they get too, only when they get too red face for Trump or orange face for Trump is when I don't really take them seriously. But for this, they've been waiting on this story. They've been working on this story for a long time. The Southern District of New York obtained the right to see those taxes. And now we get to see them. And so now we see that he only made money off The Apprentice. And that he is that he basically has lost more money every year than he's made. So that's why he didn't have that's why he got so many deductions and loopholes. And he even said that he even said that he defended his taxes today on Twitter. Of course, he defends everything, even if he's wrong. And uh, he said that he enjoys the same tax havens as every other American. And he said that he gives away a lot, even though his foundation was shut down and deemed illegal. Yeah, I know. Around the same time as Hillary's, too, that, that dissolved. So they both dissolved. They both were crooked. You know, Hillary's foundation fucked up Haiti and shit like that. But, uh, yeah, so now we get to see the taxes. Now we know that he makes no money off of his resorts. Uh, he has made $470 million in the last fifty in the last 15 years. That doesn't mean he still has it. He says he has more assets than he has debt. But he says a lot of shit. He also told us that fucking we can nuke hurricanes. Fuck that motherfucker. So let's move on. La 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 la. What the fuck did I hear? Today. Oh my god, what is that? Yeah. Oh my god, what is that? Th- this is not the Cardi B show, guys. It's not the Trump show. It's not the Meg The Stallion show. But they're in the news, so we know that Meg The Stallion got shot in the foot. Tory Lanez disputes that, and he decided to dispute that in a song. He decided to just bring that fucking album and song. What's it called? It's called Daystar. That's his fucking name, Daystar Peterson. So he took it off his fucking first name. How original. And he decides to give that news on the day that they give a grand jury verdict from, uh, what's his name? David Cameron, I think his name is. He is the AG and special... Uh, prosecutor for the case for the Breonna Taylor case. And so over here, I believe, I I think Harry is on my boat. We believe that Breonna Taylor was unjustly shot. Drugs weren't there. She wasn't part of the case. They even did a ballistics report recently saying that the boyfriend's gunshot didn't even go into Hankinson, the guy that got charged, by the way. He's the only one who got charged. And as a matter of fact, he got charged for bullets that went surrounding the apartment. That's all he got. He didn't even get charged for Breonna, shooting Brianna Taylor. Nope. So Tory Lanez decided it's a great idea to bring out an album to explain why he didn't shoot Meg the Stallion in the foot. And even and we saw the gunshots and he says and, and so Daystar, uh, what is it called? So 
the the song is called and I tried to stay away from it. I tried to stay away from it, but I forgot that I had a podcast. So uh, we have to talk about those things. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Tory Lanez, what the fuck is your fucking damn song that I was trying to avoid? It was uh, so bad. You don't want to remember it. Right. Money, <laughs> right. Money over fallouts. And I guess it's so we're a cliche podcast. I see that right away. It's supposed to be money over bitches. He used to date Meg the Stallion. So he thinks that like that's cute. I listened to it. It's a shitty song, to be honest. Um, and he's a good rapper. Uh, he's actually an R&B singer from Canada. That's his like that's his main thing. But he has come out with a few mixtapes. I think it was against uh, Lucas Joyner and a couple other people and shit like that. That guy that did that Eminem song or the, 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 where he was the white guy and he, he did the voiceover impersonation of the Trump supporter. Whatever. He's from Detroit. And, uh, oh, by the way, I forgot about that. Big Sean, Detroit Part 2. We didn't even mention that, but it's okay. That's one of my favorite albums of the summer. That's an amazing album. Got to go listen to that if you want to listen to good music. But if you want to listen to some controversial and you want to disrespect women, go listen to Tory Lanez and get beat up by Rick Ross. Because Rick Ross went into like a Twitter feud with Tory Lanez over this. Tory Lanez was like, uh, well, like, you know, you don't really know the whole story. And even on the album, he's like in the affidavit, like it doesn't implicate me. And there was no tendons and bones broken. I didn't know that you automatically had to break your bones when you got shot in the foot. There's plenty of meat around. Like it's not just all bone and like, I don't know what he's talking about. But anyway, so like me and Harry said in pre-show, I'm not saying he did it, but you didn't really, yeah, you didn't make it really clear who did. And I'm not telling you to snitch, but I am. (laughs) So, the other equation to wop that wet ass motherfucking pussy, maybe a little dry right now because she just divorced off, divorced Offset, and I'm not saying that she ain't getting dick like wherever, but to be honest, she's probably taking a little break because with a song like that mixed in with Instagram, your DM is—I wouldn't even check my DMs to be honest. <laughs> you, oh, if I had a song like that. Uh, yeah, I would probably delete my Instagram like that. God damn, that would be horrendous. The, the amount of messages I get. So it's a perfect time. It's a perfect time because her moist ass pussy is now free. And she first uh, filed for divorce and she wanted uh, primary custody. But then she found her lawyer pulled a slick one. So now she's doing joint custody with offset. She claims that she didn't get cheated on again, but that uh, she didn't want to wait to be cheated on and that she wanted to provide a better example for her daughter, Culture, who now had spelled with a K, Harry. You love to do that. Spelled with a K. I'm joking. Um, and so now she has her own Instagram and now she has over 600,000 followers. Yet another kid that has more followers than us, Harry. What the fuck is up with that? Well, so... That's it on the music news right now. Like I said, Big Sean's new album, one of the best albums. Even Detroit, his mixtape a long time ago was fucking amazing. Got to go listen to that. Somebody bring me more news than fucking WAP. These WAP sisters that they can't be the only ones sharing music. Harry has a song that he's been bumping to on release radar. What is it? Uh, a song called Hit Different. My girl's been playing it a lot. So it's very, <laughs> it's a nice slow jam. R&B, SZA sing is on it. And so is t- uh, Ty Dollar Sign. That's or right. As, curly. Oh. Yeah. Or in, uh, as in, uh, yeah. you ever see Dave? There was one of the characters, uh, he called him Ty Dillerson. 
I remember <laughs> yeah. that. That was like, <laughs> but that was actually him. That Dallas Line was on the show. No, I know, but no, no, no the the um, the friend of the little Dicky. He he met him. He's like, oh, Ty Dillerson. Like that was his oh, actual yeah. name. Mad funny, but yeah. Oh. Okay, cool. Um, we're getting some new templates. So, because like our graphic designer up and left us. So now I've been working with, uh, you know, Delaney. She is coming up with some templates so that every week I could do it. And I don't, and I don't, I, to be honest, I was trying to get that for our old graphic designer, but he wasn't really getting with the program. So let's get up. Let's get on to some motherfucking video games. Oh, come on. What the fuck did I play? 2019 had Game of the Year, and it was Control. And for some odd reason, you know, I knew about it, and I heard about it. I, I love IGN. I love reading about I, Even if I don't play video games, I love hearing about, like, innovations and, like, what games, like, should I, not not should I be playing, like, what am I missing out on? And even if I don't like it, at least I know about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I never played Days Gone. My brother played that. That's a zombie game. I'm probably going to hold off from that, but I heard it's really good. It's like, it was one of the Game of the Year uh, nominees. But Control is uh, about this woman named Jesse Fagan and she shows up to this building in New York and it's called the, uh, the federal Bureau of control. And I think uh, the reason why they they don't tell you the why, or maybe they did. And it's built in the old house. So it's like this government building that she's in and they are taken over by like this, like uh, this paranormal uh, kind of like the matrix. So there's like all these business people and they're all like kind of zombied out. They're not zombied out, but like, they're like, you know, they're like all like in a, a paralyzed state. So they don't tell you anything. And then you're in and they like, go. Oh, they call her the director. You're like, why are you the director? How are you the director of this building? So the directors like got infected by the hiss. That's what they're called. They're called the hiss. And now it's her job to cleanse the place. And on top of that, but the reason why she showed up there is because they kidnapped her brother and her brother has like the same powers as her. So there's like a so as the game progresses, she has like all this telekinesis type shit. She floats. She has all types of shit. There's unlimited ammo. It's nuts. It's fucking awesome. So now I know why it got game of the year. As a matter of fact, it got nominated for a BAFTA for its original story. Very very good. The cutscenes are amazing. Uh, even when you play it, I'm at seventy eight percent. They have two DLCs. I think it's called the AWE. I forgot what that stands for. And they have the Foundation. So there's more to the story. They already confirmed a part two. Uh, Remedy is one of the publishers. The last game that they, a successful game they had was Max Payne. That was a great fucking uh, franchise. Get on control. Harry and Harry played the Avengers beta. Uh, I have played the, not the full game, but I'm on the campaign right now. Harry beat the campaign. I don't love the game either. I don't think it's terrible. I think the graphics are pretty on point. I did not know until like a couple weeks ago that it was built for multiplayer because it is uh one of my friends we were playing 2k and he's like you want to play uh, avengers i'm like well you want to do like a campaign together he goes yeah but like also like we could like do like this and missions and i'm like oh shit so harry's right i didn't know that and it makes sense because it's kind of cheesy the game the game is like very easy it's got good graphics it's like got decent the one thing i will say they didn't get lazy though with the moves like the moves yes it's like similar to other games but at least they're different for each character you know what i'm saying that's cool but I, I like the venture. I don't think it was like a waste of money. I don't. I don't think it was like amazing. It was a waste of sixty dollars. That's what it was. This is one of those games uh, you want to wait till it's like on discount. That's that's what type of game this in. Get it. Wait till wait till it's twenty dollars on you know the Play Store or something. Nah, 
it's not well, worth it. Well, luckily for our fans, they're, they rely on us. So we do. We, we sacrifice ourselves to give good content to our viewers and our listeners. So uh, Among Us, tell us about that. What is Steam? What is Steam? So Steam is basically this, uh, it's, you know, like, uh, it's just computer only. It's a PC um, gaming thing. So you download games for, they could be, you know, really expensive or they could be really cheap. Among Us is $5. For Among Us, it's basically a bunch of people come together on this spaceship. So you're a bunch of, like, you know, astronauts or whatever. And uh, one or more people are imposters. And the imposters are there to kill everybody. And then after a while, so like one imposter, you know, kills a person and someone finds a dead body. Everyone tries to vote to see who that imposter is. So people are talking about like, so you trick people into thinking, oh, this person, the imposter, you get them all on your side. Turns out they're not the imposter. So it's like, yeah. So it's very like, you know, community based. It's, 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 there's like hilarious moments and all that. It's, it's a fun game. Okay, well, Harry does play Animal. Uh, what is it called? Animal Crossing. Yo, I haven't community. played. I haven't played Animal Crossing in months. But it makes sense that you played this because you, yeah, like you know, Harry. I don't. Th- I wouldn't call Harry uh, anti-social, but he definitely talks to more people online than he talks to in person. So I don't talk to anybody online. <laughs> <laughs> I, only people I talk to is you and like family and my girlfriend. No, I just say like these community game based these based games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like when I play video games, I would talk about. I don't want to like play with anybody. I just want to play my story fuck out of here that's why avengers is not my favorite game because like i beat the game in like a few days and it's like it was whack yeah i'm also playing uh sekiro I, yeah i started playing like games at the same time it's actually working for me like i like even with my shows like i'll like watch a couple of i don't binge anymore like i'll watch a couple here i'll watch a couple there and same thing with the video games like i'll play like a bit of tomb raider uh shadow of tomb raider which is to me is not that as good. The graphics are great, but they're not as good as the other two. I'm glad they're ending that series finally. Uh, I already said that I'm probably done with Assassin's Creed. Bahala might be amazing. I'll probably play like a little bit of it because I'm. But they kind of pulled the wool over my eyes with that. I didn't know that it, over time that it was slowly becoming an RPG. And because I'm, I love the series so much, I accepted it. And now that people have pointed it out, I don't like RPGs. I don't like RPGs. I'm not a big fan of like trading blows. I'm not a big fan of like, you know, like you said, the community base, like looking at like levels and shit, like what somebody's at and shit. I like the original concept of Assassin's Creed being incognito and assassinating fucking bad guys doing it in the shadows. Now you like recruit people. Now you go on boats now you like do all types of things out in the open and it's not really Assassin's Creed anymore. It's not really anymore. So even though I, I'm going to probably play that game, I'm in the middle of Origins, whatever. Avengers I still haven't okay. beat Origins. I don't know the last, I haven't played it since like the first, I played the first right. 10 minutes of the game. And, and, then, and then I got to play Odyssey. So I'm not even, I'm not even looking forward to it, but Valhalla looks good. And so does Ragnarok for God of War and shit like that. Obviously we're on a Norse fucking, uh, <laughs> right binge right now so that's cool uh i avoided resident evil not really i bought it but like you know oscar's too hyped about it but he was right he's right i would now i'm so wrong i would have to say that resident evil 2 for playstation uh 4 is the best remake i've ever played in my life it literally is and i played resident i played all i'm not all of them so i'm i'm mistaken actually so i played the first one i played the second one and i played the third and I played a part of the five. That was uh, for PS3, I believe. And uh, 
I never played Biohazard, and I never played Six. Biohazard is now free for PS Plus if you get the PS Five. Uh, they're gonna have like a whole bunch of uh, Bloodborne, which I didn't play. I have it. That sucks. That it's gonna be free now. Bloodborne is a dope game. I played that. Yo, it's oh, a nice. con- it's continuous. It's like um, it's oh, big. Nice. Yeah, no, it's you basically die all the time and you get frustrated, but you want to keep playing. Yeah, you're just dying all the time, oh, killing everyone. Oh. I'm surprised you like that game. I thought it would be like too hardcore. Like it's like vampires and shit. Nah, it's like you killing monsters. It's fun. You get these what? dope weapons. Yeah. What? Killing people with a fucking saw. A fucking no, no, I bought it. I bought it. I know that's for me. I didn't know that was for you. You're like kind of like, you're like cutting cookie cutter with your games a little bit. <laughs> I was, uh, no, nah, what happened what? was I was watching a gameplay with uh, Game Grumps and they're playing the game. I'm like, yo, this game looks like mad fun. It's just yeah. a bunch of monsters and you're just killing people. It's like, yo. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, so then when you're playing Resident Evil Part 2, it, it like it at the bottom of the credit screen, not even the credit screen, on the bottom of the, the title screen, it, it, it like shows Nemesis. So my bad. I didn't even finish what I was saying before. I played Part 1. Amazing series. So I, like I said, I don't rem- remember that much playing Part 2. So I had to like look at like screenshots. It's unbelievable. Like, obviously, it's PlayStation Part 1, so you're going to have that. But, like, they went above and beyond. Like, they played, like, they did the gameplay. They did all the graphics. They replaced everything that was whack or what. And, like, they made it amazing. Mr. X, he's following you throughout the day. He did that in the in the, the original game, and he's doing it now, and he looks even scarier. And then he turns into Nemesis in Part 3. So, like I said, I was sucked in so hard. Pause. Uh, that... I had to play Nemesis. I was like, when they were like, do you like, do you want to buy? Like, and they even say it after you beat the game. Great marketing. They were like, do you want to play Nemesis? Yes. Yes. Like, how did you know? Like, how did you know that I just played part two? No, duh, duh. My PlayStation Pro loves to suck money out of me. Oh, so anyway, I played those. Nemesis wasn't as good as part two, but it was damn good. It was damn good. And it was obviously a huge, uh, better version than the original. So shout out to Capcom, they and and they're making uh they're, they're the next reboot is going to be part four. I never played that, but then I looked it up. It's the highest rated Resident Evil of all time, and I I skipped it by accident. And it takes oh look at that. See, I said the lights were going to go out. Uh, it actually takes place, I think, in a remote village in Spain, and that's why with part eight they're like bringing it back to those roots, like going into like a village. And it's like it's like a cult, and what's his name, Leon, and, and Leon is back in it, and so is uh, somebody else that was in part two. So Leon is one of the main characters. They're coming out with the Resident Evil show on Netflix. You'll see Leon and Claire. They're both from part two. I know Harry that you're not into like horror and shit like that, but it's amazing. It's so good. Nah, I'm and different I, in my horror. It's like certain things, certain things. Well I, well, I put it on assisted. I put it on easy to be honest, because like it wasn't scary. Actually, it is scary still, but um. It got annoying, like everybody biting you and shit. If you're gonna bite me, I don't want to die that quick. Like if, like, because sometimes like you're in a hole and you can't, you can't, like, in order to get somewhere, you literally have to get bit. Like you literally have to be like, fuck, this, these zombies are right where I need to get, like that key. So like after a time, they kept asking me, like, are you sure you don't want to put this on easy? I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I got other games to play. Yes, I was like, and then I looked it up. Does it affect the story? And they go, no. And I'm like, fine. And I already was about to do that game cheat that Oscar gave me. So what's the difference? So I put it on assist. I put it on the easiest mode. I flew by it. I did the Claire story as well. That's that's what they tell you to do anyway to keep up with the canon. You had to do both of the stories so that you can like kind of connect the stories. I did. I did the Claire. I did Nemesis. 
I downloaded. I I got so obsessed that I I bought the bundle for four, five, and six. And like I said, Biohazard is now, and I'm going to get the PS5, but we'll get to that. Why it's been giving me problems. Oh, yeah, we'll get to it right now. Pre-order Madness. I've been trying. I've been trying. I've been on Best Buy, GameStop. I've been looking on Twitter. Oscar's been trying to help me out with that shit. It's not working. It's not working. And then they said that if you're a PS customer, if you're a PS Plus customer, they look at your activities. Dude, I've spent over $500 a year on video games and shit like that. They said that based on your activity, they'll give you a chance to pre-order on PlayStation.com. I I just read this morning that they started giving those out six days ago. I have not seen that in my email at all. So I might have to do what I did last time with the original PS4 because I have the PS4 Pro, which was way easier to get. I didn't even, I don't even know what I did. I think I just walked in. Um, I think that's what's going to happen now. I think everybody's all hyped like myself to get the pre-order. But to be honest, there were people that went to GameStops that like barely have any play and shit like that. And they just walked in and got it like day, day of launch. When I went, I waited online at Best Buy. I waited for like six hours. Um, it was worth it to me. I love my PlayStation and I might do it again. So, but like I said, uh, everybody's been fucking up target Walmart. They might not, even if you pre-order from Walmart, you might not get it on launch day. Same thing with Amazon, Sam's club, all across the world. They're having problems. Uh, P- they are, they, they had rumors before that PS five <clears throat> did not make that many consoles. And it seems like, and they lied too. They said that that wasn't the case, but that doesn't seem like the, uh, it's not matching up. So I'll keep you updated with that. I'm going to get my damn PS5. Fuck all yeah. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Help me. Help me. Miss Hillen? The water's boiling. Hey, that's pretty good. What the fuck did I watch? Teenage Bounty Hunters. I hesitated to actually recommend this show to other people because it was kind of like bubbly. And not that like people don't love bubbly shows like, you know, Legally Blonde. That's not a show, but it will be a show. Actually, they are adapting that into a show. That was a play. It, it just keeps getting milked, but it's a great, it's a great franchise. So why not? Love Reese Witherspoon. They're actually coming out with a third one. She's amazing. That's one of your mom's favorite movies. I know she's watched that nonstop because I, I, I've, I've been around her and she watched it many times. <laughs> and uh, so, like I said, Teenage Bounty Hunters is co-produced by Kenji Cohen. And she is the creator of Weeds and Orange is the New Black. So she um, she is not the creator of the show. That is, oh, damn, Kathleen Jordan. And I don't know who she is per se, but I'm sure she's done other work with Kenji Go. She probably wrote some episodes of Orange is the New Black. Kenji wrote some episodes of this. She produces the show. She's amazing. Everything she touches is gold. Um, Ken, uh, what's his name? Uh, from Different Worlds is in it. Oh, damn, I forgot his name. Uh, look him up real quick. Actually, look up the cast real quick, Harry. Uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters. You actually would like the show. Method Man is in it. Uh, this girl named Maddie Phillips. There's a lot of hot people in it. A lot of so basically, it's these girls in Georgia. They're in high school. They're twins. And one night, they're just hanging out, and by accident, they run into a uh, a bounty hunter while he's trying to do his bounty hunting. And 
they show off their skills because they're good with guns and they're in Georgia and they're part of like this religious, like really rich family. Uh, they decide to uh, become bounty hunters themselves, even though they're underage. So they're like kind of his interns. Wow. What is his name? Harry, what's his name? Uh, Kadeem Hardison. Yes. Kadeem Hardison. I, I don't know why I forget his name. He was on Black Monday. He actually got really fat over the years. Sorry that I have to keep mentioning that because he's like so much different looking. But still a handsome guy. Still an amazing actor. Like I said, he was on the spinoff of The Cosbys. That was a different world with our girl Lisa Bonet, the mother of the hottie, hottie Zoe, Zoe Kravitz goddess. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, so now I recommend Teenage Bounty Hunters. It's amazing. It's much more than meets the eye. Like if you just like if somebody just goes, yeah, they're teenage bounty hunters, of course you're not gonna want to watch that. Like, I mean it's interesting, like it piques your interest, but not enough to just be like, I want to watch this show. No. It's fantastic. It's one of the best shows on TV. You really need to go get watching that. Baby, another amazing uh show. Netflix, like we've talked about before, loves foreign content. This is straight up from Rome. They dub it, so you get to hear it in English if you really want to. I do. They're on their third season, their third and final season. This show is sick. They have these girls. Uh, they're in another another rich, affluent area in, in Rome. Uh, they decide to get into prostitution. That's basically that's basically it. There's a lot of like crime going on, but these two girls who are rich somehow get involved in prostitution, and they have to hide it from their boyfriends, and they have to hide it from their classmates. And like I said, they're not only just rich; they go to school with like politicians, kids, celebrity kids. Yeah, so shit gets wild. So uh, shout out to Sophia. She listens to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. And she gives really good recommendations. Sometimes. Sometimes. No, I'm joking. Most of the time. And Baby is one of them. And I'm so happy I got into that. The Fall. We talked about that with uh, Fiona Apple. She included that in her uh, song. Stella Gibson. Fetch. The Bolt Cutters. I've said Box Cutter before. I don't know why I've done that. But I'm glad I corrected myself this time. Uh, Like I said, The Fall. It used to be on Netflix. It used to be on BBC. Stella Gibson. Uh, she is going after the murderer. His name is J. Uh, I forgot his name on the show, but he's actually the guy that played in Fifty Shades of Grey. He's the the man. So it makes sense because he's a strangler in this show. So they probably were like, "That's your audition, buddy. <laughs> you got the part. You do very well killing women and putting them through uh, BDSM and fucking uh, SNM and shit." Rihanna should have played in that movie instead <laughs> of Dakota Johnson. Anyway, that's a really good show. It's an older show, so. Not really on the keep up, but it's on Prime. So it's newly on Prime. So I guess that is new. Raise My Wolves. That's my favorite fucking show right now. And uh, not everybody has HBO Max. You're going to have to one day because that's the only way you're going to be able to stream HBO one day. They're getting rid of all the HBO and making every, every day. They're putting everything on HBO Max. So they're giving you an opportunity to, like, you know, stave that off. But one day they're, they're going to cut you off and make you get it. But if you have it now, you're watching one of the best programs. Ridley Scott. Uh, I love Ridley Scott. Don't get me wrong. I love Ridley Scott. But like I said, we talked about him before, Exodus. And he was the one saying that you can't market people, minorities for films. Like, how do you fund films with non-white people? So I was very disappointed in him because he's one of my favorite directors. He won an Academy Award for Gladiator. He did the Aliens movies, Prometheus, all that good stuff. So it's no shock that he has an amazing sci-fi show. And so it's on HBO. It's about this android that is raising these kids on a foreign planet to be atheists and this other uh, religious group that had fought them in a war. And that's why earth ended 
uh, they got into a big civil war between atheists and uh, religious people, like religious elots, kind of like Handmaid's Tale. And so they had to leave that the, the planet. The planet became in, it became non and whoa, I don't even know the word inhabitable. There you go, ininhabitable. And uh, so she's raising them, but she's but she's like evolving at the same time, and she's called a necromancer as well. She's actually meant to be a war machine. So she was programmed by the atheists to be a war machine and no, by the, yeah, by the atheists. And then they reprogrammed her to be a caregiver. And so now, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And the guy from Vikings is in it, Ragnar Rothbrok. I forgot his real name, but he's amazing. And he's pretty much the same character, just like really crazy as well. It's amazing, dude. uh, You really, people really have to see this show. This show is awesome. I started watching Ratchet that stars Sarah Paulson it's the uh, it's the uh, spinoff of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, starring Jack Nicholson. My favorite Jack Nicholson movie. You ever seen that, Harry? I love that movie. That movie's fantastic. Oh, hell yeah. Danny hell DeVito yeah. is in there, too. I forgot who else, but Danny DeVito and I think, um, what's his is name? Yeah, it's Danny DeVito. That's Baby yeah, DeVito. Yeah, yeah. Baby, Baby DeVito. That's Mr. Martini. Ah, I didn't realize that. Ah, are you sure that's him? Yeah, I'm 100% sure that's him. Wow, wow. I didn't even notice. I'm like looking at him, but now that like you got me pictured in my head now, I'm like, because he's like so old looking now. Like he's a, he's looked 60 for like the last 40 years. Like, yeah, he played <laughs> Martini. That's awesome. So, anyway, you might even like Ratchet then because uh, Ratchet is about Nurse Ratchet. Yeah, it's a prequel. And Christopher Lloyd was in the um, the movie I as well. It, yeah. That I saw. Yeah, that I, I recognized. But I can't believe I didn't recognize Danny DeVito. He looked younger. Christopher Lloyd looks younger than Danny DeVito now. I'm like, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Ratchet is really good. I only started watching that, so, it, I mean, it's good already. So, like, you could get into that. Harry, take us away with Bill and Ted. I watched Bill and Ted, too, but take us away, man. So, Bill and Ted Face the Music out on Amazon Prime. I loved it. You know, those movies aren't the greatest movies of all time, but they're the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> like, movies are there. This is why I don't like, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, it's not really a movie. Well, as long as it entertains, it's a movie. Right, that's how I feel. It was entertaining. I enjoyed the movie. I predicted the whole thing. I knew his daughters were going to save the world. They never said. They just said the last names. They never said who. Uh, Samara Weaver's so hot. Which one was she? I don't remember. The, I don't know the like, real blonde. one. Blonde. Oh, and I saw her in a re- movie recently too. Ready or not, that was a good movie that's too. A good movie, yeah, yeah. A good movie. But Bill and Ted, it's basically Bill and Ted are old, and they still haven't found you know that perfect song to unite the world. And She's in a lot of stuff, by the way. Yeah. You'd be surprised all the stuff. She was in you, milf. You or yep. yeah, Milf. She was good in that. I don't know I if she's British the- or American though. Hold on, you talking about Smilf on Showtime? Yes. Oh, your your chair farted. No, yeah, chair. yeah. She was, she was in the, she's in that show too. She plays the love. I never saw it, but I, heard, but I heard it was good. But I but it's it okay. Canceled. It's yeah, okay. But yeah, Bill like, and Ted Face the Music was great. I love that movie. It held right. up. George, they wrote off George Carlson nicely. You know, he passed away in real life. He played Rufus. Right. Christian and, Shaw yeah. from uh, Burgers. From a lot. She, she's a lot. Yeah, well, she's a legend. Well, she's like, to me, she's a legend already. <laughs> yeah, I love her. definitely legend status. Yeah, she but, plays uh, his, her daughter. Yeah. yeah. And then the wife, the, his wife was, I forgot her name, but she's been in like a lot of shit too. She was in the originals. She was in the part one and two. I don't remember her being in the originals. Yeah. She's oh, shit. The, she's, she plays the same person. <laughs> but yeah, and then, uh, you know, Bill and Ted, they go on this giant adventure through time, which, you know, the entire movie does not follow the laws of time travel at all. 
No. But that's what's great about the movie is like, who gives a shit? They was like, here's here's the stuff. So they travel throughout all like they go further and further into the future. Meanwhile, their daughters. You don't say why. You don't say why. I don't want to. Sp- oh, because they're trying to find the right perfect song. They still haven't found it, so they're trying to find it by trying to ask their future selves to find out when they do it. Lazy ass motherfuckers. I know, right? It's like, oh, let's go to the field, but we're stealing it from ourselves. Not if we wrote it. So how is this? We're just using. We're just saying it earlier. But I. True. It held up to the other th- two movies. I thought it was great. It's Not to me. It was good. So. It, wasn't, it wasn't that good, though. It was, I mean, it was good. But it wasn't like... It was good for, like, being entertained, like you said. Yeah, like, it was a good the, entertaining for the, movie. For the, for the minimum requirements of being a movie. But, like, as far as one and two, it wasn't even near that level. No. Not even close. And it wasn't even the fact that they were old. They could have made that. They could have made it as funny... I think they made it very powder puff. I think they did that on purpose. They didn't. And the other two were not political either. They were not like, they were not controversial. No. And they were very fun. So they kept up with that same essence. So I feel like that was a success. Like they kept up with the integrity of the first two. But as far as like, but whatever, I don't expect the third one to be as good as the first two. Anyway, It's a third one, like over 20 years later. So it's like, what do you expect? And I did not know. I, I I love Keanu Reeves, but without a beard, he looks so fucking old. Oh my god, keep the beard, bro! Holy shit! We need John Wick back. Bring back John right. Wick. Alex, right? Alex Winter looked fucking old, but God, I expected that. I did not expect fucking Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. I, he is old, but I didn't expect him to look old. Like he hasn't looked old in a long time. He looks younger than me. That did. Yo, what you go though? I recently I saw the first two before watching the third one, just you know, refresh my memory. So at the end of the second one, it confused me because in the third one they have daughters, but in the second one they say, "Oh, it's little Ted and little Bill." So I assumed they were boys. Nope, they like explained it. It was just nicknames when they were kids. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But they kind of, but they were girls in the in the sequel. I didn't, I didn't know that, and I just assumed oh, yeah, they were, yeah. I just assumed they were boys. You know what I mean? Oh. On the next episode of Harry not paying attention. They anyway. never said the gender. They just said the names. Anyway, Cobra Kai. I saw it as well. I love that show. Um, I, was, I was watching it on YouTube, and now it's on Netflix. And now Harry, now that it's trending, Harry got on the boat. Yeah, because I don't want to pay for YouTube when I got that shit for free. Like, get out of here. Anyway, it's commercial free. And at the time, they had premium programming. And so now they brought that. Now, luckily... Uh, Will Smith, he produces the show. Luckily, they brought it over to Netflix, uh, uh, YouTube. I'm the only sucker that was paying for the premium shit. But uh, now they stopped. They don't have original shows anymore, so they got rid of Cobra Kai. But they still have YouTube Premium where you can not look at commercials. I think, To me, that's still worth it. I'm always looking at tutorials, always looking at different things. I, I actually watch YouTube shows, so I don't want to watch commercials. I recommended High Score for Harry and... Tell us about it. I didn't watch it, but I knew that it would be good. So uh, High Score is a docu-series about video games, not necessarily like the evolution of video games, but like each episode's evolution of a specific focal point in video gaming. Like so that. like the creation of the PlayStation, it's the um, about how fo- – so it took a black guy – to come into EA Sports to put black people in sport in sports video games because they're all white that, people. Yeah, that's he's is. like, yo, the teams aren't even all white anymore. So it's like, why are these games still all white? Yeah, this Crazy. is back in like the '90s and like shit like that. You know, graphics, but you can understand like you know graphics were different back then. People didn't know shit, but now you know. I, I don't. Even, I don't even remember if Technodome with Bo Jackson. I don't even remember <laughs> if that was like all white. I just remember just seeing the helmets and be like, that's Bo. <laughs> 
There you go. And they talk about like they've there's apparently like gaming expos I never knew about. Like people got famous for playing like video games. So all this stuff that's yeah. being new today with streaming, that's been a thing for decades. Like yeah. this is nothing new. Like there are teams and shit. Like yo, they had the creation of um, I forgot which system it was, but they they paid people to just bring a console to frat parties and plug it in. Let's play a video game. That was their marketing strategy. I, I think that was a Super NES. Yes. It was like, hey, just plug this in. Yeah, they had evolution of uh, Nintendo, the evolution of Mario, um, like other like Doom, like like games that oh, had that wasn't, you know, the they had, that was huge. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. game's pivotal, pivotal to like other games as they are now. I don't think right. I played a PC game before I played that. I think that was the first time I was like, you could play game, you could play like console type, which is funny because those games actually came first before console. But I'm yeah. like, you can play those type of games on a computer, and I was so dumb. But I was, Yo, young. I was young. When the game came out, like before, they didn't even have the game created. They're like, we're gonna make this game anyway. In like six months, it's gonna be out. Don't worry. So they had they had to start from scratch. They lied. I'm like, hey, it's gonna be the best game in the world. Blah blah blah. They just bullshitted their entire speech, and it worked. So I am I'm pretty sick of superhero shit. Actually, this is the because uh which is but I still watch some superhero stuff. I still watch comic book source stuff, but I'm very selective. I'm very selective. If it feels like Marvel, if it feels like DC, I don't want to watch it unless it's actually from them. <laughs> you know say if you're going to copy off of them, if you're going to do a parody off of them, if you're going to do like a different version of them, like the X-Men, I'm not that interested. But Everybody's been telling me Umbrella Academy's great. Everybody keeps telling me The Boys is great. Not Even if they don't like comic book stuff, they keep telling me it's great. So one day I will get into it. I'm not that stubborn. I will watch both of them. I promise. Uh, but Harry has watched it already. And Harry does keep up with the show. So please uh, wrap up our movie intelligence segment. So The Boys have their season two out on Amazon. They uh, released the first three episodes in a week. Well, there's like, I think, six episodes now. But they're releasing them once a week now until like the end of the season. And it's a dope show. So basically, uh, it continues off where we left the boys. They're in hiding. And uh, they're trying to get back. Butcher's like hiding somewhere, trying to get his wife back. Um, Starlight, who's part of the seven, who are like the... So basically, the boys are pretty much a what-if... superheroes were in reality like homeland is supposed to be superman there's a scene in this in the this new season where like he he kills some terrorist but he kills an innocent and he's spoiling the whole fucking show no no no, not the whole show and he uh, posted online someone posted online now everyone hates homelander because they think he's an asshole for killing an innocent person and just shoving it off so there's this like anti-homelander rally happening he shows up to explain himself some people say whatever, and then like he gets so pissed off. Some guys, he just laser beams the entire fucking crowd. Yo, and that's hey, not a spoiler. That's no, not a spoiler. No, no, because then and afterwards they're not dead. He was just imagining it. It's like what? Ha- it's like what if these like they have like Maeve is supposed to be like Wonder Woman, A Train is supposed to be the Flash, but it's like because he's he's sponsored by Nike. They're trying to get like all this like. What if these like everything's based off like they make superhero movies too within this world based off these real life superheroes? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like they're marketing; it's more of a market ploy, and it's like, oh, America for the win. But this <laughs> season is they're definitely putting in the the hurt. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. So There's uh, Nazis. Okay. So, so I so I made a promise that I, I I couldn't keep because Harry spoiled the whole show, so now I don't want to watch it. I'm joking. Uh, so. <laughs> 
you saw the whole Marvel universe. You saw now everybody's beating us over the head of the Justice League on HBO Max. He just spent seventy million dollars on the recuts without uh, Henry uh, Cavill. Cavill, uh, whatever you can pronounce it that way, because a shitty British. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I have to say one thing: How come people get mad if they make a white character? Uh, black, like an American character, a black American, yet Superman is not even fucking American, yet no one bats an eye. Neither was Batman. He's fucking from Wales. How come no one gets angry at that? He's not even American. Fuck out of here. Oh, you're talking about Christian Bale? Yeah, he's from Wales. No one bats an eye at that. Yep. He's not American. I know he's not American. I didn't think he was Welsh. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was Australian. But I guess no, he's, he's from Wales. Uh, and what's his name? Robert Pattinson's British. Yeah. Uh, no, I know that. I, we've talked about that before. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I am because like I do want the best actor to play it, but I'm not a big fan of all Brits playing Americans. And as a matter of fact, it's very over. It's like very overwhelming too. It's like it's like they don't even give like the same ratio back. Like they don't like here. Let's. But it doesn't need to be fair either. It doesn't need to be like oh, bring America. But they don't. They don't. They they we audition Mad Britain people. We we place them in Mad American roles. And over there, they don't do the same. So whatever. It's not like, but I do, like I said, I do love good film. I do love good TV. We've talked about it before. I don't like just placing someone just because they're black or they're white. Oh, yeah. All that. But I do, we do need equality. We do need equity in there. So that's going to happen for a while until we get to that point. But in an ideal world, in a utopian world, I just want the best, the best person. That's what acting is about. The best person playing that role. Even if the character's a male, if that if a female could do a better job playing that and giving the audience what they need, stop fucking moving so much in the chair, you're fucking creaking too much. Um, and that's what it has to be. But anyway, one more tidbit fact: uh, Black Widow. You've seen all these movies. Uh, Tenet did actually pretty well, by the way. Tenet did uh, worldwide in the movie theaters. People actually went, and uh, that movie wasn't gonna like make a billion dollars to begin with. So. Kudos to, to uh, Christopher Nolan proving me, proving me wrong. I saw it, by the way. I, oh, my bad. I should put that on that one. I saw it. It was, it was really good. It was very, very good. It was confusing, but so are all of Christopher Nolan's movies. They're all confusing. So I'll mention that real quick. Tenet uh, is with John David Washington and Robert Pattinson from Batman and Twilight. Uh, it's kind of like Inception. They're going in time continuum. So they find, uh, they go to this, like, he's part of, like, this division that, like, uh, like prevents crime now kind of like minority report but he sees someone take a bullet like out of someone with another gun and so he's like what the fuck so he tries to trace that bullet and it's within an organization that is able to hop through time yeah so that's where like he start, it starts to lead through that and shit and they have to like and then you start losing focus of where they are in time and shit so it's like this it's like this military group that's specifically built this government agency that's specifically built to stop crime within time. Crazy. It's crazy. It's really good. Um, someone should go see it. Everybody should go see it. But back to the Marvel tidbit before we leave. Um, they push back Black Widow. Till next year. Will, till next year. So that means for the first time in 20 years, not joking, 10 years, there's no Marvel movies. What will people do? You were right. No, it's 20 years. Oh, 20 years, my bad. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Oh, How no, I'm wrong. Live? I'm wrong. Oh, I keep fucking like, it up. It, yeah, it no, like 15, 2008 right? was um, 12 years ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So 12 years. 
So the first time in like 12 to 15 years, there has not been a Marvel movie. I don't know what people are going to do. I don't know how. Like, there's going to be people killing themselves in the streets. There's going to be people jumping off of buildings and shit. I. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. This country and this world is upset. I love, and it's funny because, like, about maybe like 20 years ago, I used to be afraid that like comic book culture would never get accepted in mainstream culture. I used to be like, oh yeah, every once in a while they bring like a Batman and a Superman, like the main guys. But they'll never, they'll never get into like the ones that people really want to see, like Spawn and blah blah blah, which we got obviously. But then now it's like out of control. Like now every fucking film and television is about a comic book stuff. Like we can't come up with anything original anymore. Anyway, so Black Widow, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I don't. I, I've already said I don't think that. Uh, I don't usually think that uh, Scarlett Johansson's a good actress. But I love that body, and I do not mind seeing her on screen. I think she has a terrible Russian accent, even though she is Russian. She's Russian derivative. Makes no sense, but let's wrap this up. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck did I say? All right, we're back. We're back. The episode is called DIY. Do it your motherfucking self. Because uh, the last three seasons, and Harry has been here, actually. Harry has been here all three seasons. Congratulations and kudos to you. We've been through a couple of co-hosts. We've been through, uh, and we're going to incorporate more guests so that like, we don't bore you to death with just us. Uh, yeah, so the guest is pretty much going to be the third host from now on. Oscar has left us. He has gone on to greener pastures. It was a little, it was a little bumpy, the news, him telling us, but it's all good. We're happy for him. He's going to be paid to be a civil engineer. Um, his job, uh, he works at a console design company. Uh, basically, if you're like in a arena or something like that and you see like a computer console or something like that, they build the things around it to like, you know, have it looking fashionable and nice and modern. And so his company is that's like the dream right there, like paying for his extra schooling and being an engineer is top money. <sighs> and you don't get paid on this show yet. So. Guess you gotta go where the guess you gotta go where the money is. Not Harry though. Harry's a slave. <laughs> I'm joking. Harry, you're not leaving. You're not leaving. I'm joking. I don't care. <laughs> I, I've been doing it by myself. Well, kind of by myself anyway. But so, like I said, do it your motherfucking self. That's an acronym. Do it yourself. Uh, DIY. Uh, I actually want to bring it back to uh, when I first premiered the show. What is, I think in 2017, 2018, 2018. Uh, I remember that I was trying to plan it out. I was trying to like get it perfected. We talked about this before. John, shout out to John Alamo. He is out in uh, California at Puffco now and uh, doing big things. I've also worn his shirt on the show, Footage of the Yeti. That was his band. And like I said, he just said, bring it out. Doesn't matter if it's perfect. Doesn't matter if it's good. Even this episode right now, I think it's a good episode, but nothing's perfect, man. And that's what we're going to do, man. We're gonna, like From now on, we're just going to get you good content. We're going to get you viral news. Uh, which incorporates the politics, which gets the music, the television, the movies, the video games, everything that we nerd out on. We like this show. We're, doing, we're not doing it just for us, but if you like it too, that's awesome. So we're not going to go aggressive like we did before. We're just going to make a quality show. We're going to push it to people that we know love it. If you love it, put it out there. So if people want to ask, like, what, what's this fucking show about? It's kind of like real time. like with, It's like all your favorite pop culture things put into one. When we're doing what the fuck is happening, we're getting deep into politics, but we're being fun about it. We're not like we're not like the Young Turks. We're not like CNN and shit like that. We're giving it to you so you can digest it and so you can keep up what the fuck is going on. Harry, do you got anything to say? What's your favorite DIY moment? 
in your life? Oh, so anything that involved Legos, like Bionicles, that's only do a do-it-yourself shit. I build my own toys. I build... (laughs) I followed instructions. (laughs) Nah, building like those mini roller coaster sets with Kinect, that was was the shit. Have you ever built a furniture room Ikea? No. Oh, I've, you know, I've put together a couple, uh, I put together this thing down there. Okay, well then now you deserve actually a degree because that's that sometimes that's really hard, man. Sometimes like that's better. It's like having like a fucking black belt and fucking Bob the Builder. Plus, I've built sets before. Like I've done other like. Oh, that's true. That's I made true. a train station for like in uh when I went to Queensboro, we were doing a little yeah. shop of horrors, and I made a train station because that was the only thing I was told to do. Uh, <laughs> well. DIY, like I said, do it yourself. Uh, yeah, we've tested many things, and now we're just going back to basics. That's another cliche, getting back to basics. Uh, do it, do it your motherfucking self. We're here. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it for ourselves. We're going to keep doing it for our fans. We're over 100 subscribers on YouTube. We're still at 800 followers on Instagram. We, we need more in order for us to, to push the, uh, the message out there, man. And we will. We will. So welcome back to the program. This is episode 79. You'll see different graphic art. Um, this is the mid-season premiere. We'll be going until December. You probably won't remember me saying this, but season four will be probably in January or February. But whatever. We're here now. We're still in season three. And we're going to be we're still going to be heavy into politics because, like I said, you see SCOTUS. You see the election. So get ready. Get ready for the motherfucking ride. So you can catch us on Keep Up NYC on Instagram. You can catch up on SoundCloud. You can catch up on Spotify. You can catch up on YouTube. Get Pokemon Stoner. Get John of Old Trades. Go check out Sammy and John. Go get Computer Fix by NS Comtech. Go Bukaki on Oscar for leaving the show. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, like I said, congratulations, Oscar. You're the man. And uh, what else? What else? Uh, keep Up Shut Up on Facebook. Uh, check out our Patreon. We have nothing to buy yet, but you can still support us. You can you can give us like a dollar or something like that to you know help out the funding of this damn marketing and shit. Twitter, keep up and uh, keep up NY NY. Yes, that's right. That's right. You can catch me on Stillman Scene. Just type it in. You'll find me anywhere, pretty much. Even on Bumble. Even on Grinder. No joke. I don't maybe. <laughs> of course, you're on Grinder. Of course I am. Of course. I love to be a meat grinder. Nah. Uh, so you better listen up. Actually, right? I, I'm, I'm missing a limb. Yeah. I'm missing a limb. <laughs> Try that again. You better shut the fuck up. Listen up. And keep up. We're Pokemon Stoner. And still of insane. Over and out, homies. <laughs>